This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier, and thank you very much for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool for the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, your host. Uh, at the studio table tonight in uh, beautiful Farmville, Virginia, with the lovely and talented Miss E. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes, it was a date night at the local restaurant, and date night for us to have dinner before chemo. That's right. So. Uh, yep. So we decided uh, last meal before the upset tummy rolls in, yeah. let's have steak. Let's treat the tummy right. Let's do something nice for How dinner. How was the steak? Was it good? Actually, it was pretty decent, Like, but I still couldn't eat but half. Yeah. Was, um, they call it a black and blue. It's like a blackened uh, New York strip with a crumble of blue cheese on top. Yeah, and I don't want to make like the D.C. area folks who might be listening or the San Franciscans or the Los Angeleans, Los Angelinos, uh, or the New Yorkers jealous, but two entrees, bottle of wine, salad, and dessert for 35 bucks. Right, a couple. I mean, seriously. Not That's a person. Not it's a person. Per couple. Per couple. Yeah, per couple. Yeah. Like, come on now. That's that's just ridiculous. So if you're ever in the Farmville area, Charlie's Waterfront Cafe uh, didn't give us a dime to no. uh, endorse them, but uh, you definitely want to stop and eat there. Uh, apologies, by the way, uh, before we go any further. Uh, sorry that we didn't have a podcast last week. It was just one of those uh, it was one of those crazy weeks. And honestly, I thought this would be the week that we didn't have a podcast with Missy starting up round three of chemo. Uh, I figured, man, there's no way she's going to feel up to it. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be taking care of the kids and the dogs and her, and it's not going to happen. But it actually, it did. We, well, we decided do to do it early. Yeah, we do it a little bit early. So I do apologize for last week. Uh, we may have a kind of off and on holiday schedule. I'm not quite sure yeah. uh, what we'll be doing for the rest of December, but uh, but bear with us. And it's getting to the slow time of the year on the farm anyway, although we did get the first seed catalog of 2017. Actually, we have now received three seed catalogs. Um, one was is just almost, it's called Totally Tomatoes. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. And then we got another one that's predominantly beans. That's not the name of Meh. it. But predominantly it's, beans. But it's <laughs> totally tomatoes. <laughs> predominantly but, beans. But the catalog is actually called Totally Tomatoes. I've bought uh, a couple of different varieties from them that have worked out really great in the garden uh, in the past two years. Um, the other is uh, Baker's 
seed. They're out of Missouri. Mm-hmm. There's also um, there's a majority of melons. Uh, that that one is good. Now he's just making things up. He's over here thinking of funny names to come up with. A but, plethora of pears, but, I believe. Is, but uh, the other one is some sort of bean company catalog, but I can't remember the actual name of it. But boatload we do have, of beans. We have, we it would be a bushel of beans, <laughs> not a boatload. Uh, but we have we have now three, and it's you know it's just December. I'll have to look at the uh, totally tomatoes. Meanwhile, when we get home. how many inches high do you think that is? I think that is about. Nine or ten inches high. Nine or ten inches of Christmas catalogs <laughs> of all varying weights and sizes. It was absolutely insane. And some of them, like, they've already sent us, like, three catalogs. I'm like, okay, I'm buying something already. Back off. Right. But, yeah. I don't want to hear another word about my carbon footprint. You know, it's 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 2016, people. Just send us an email. Let us know the catalogs online, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't need three versions of the same catalog. And that's the worst. Keep the Baker's seed catalog coming, though. I like I like looking at a physical copy of the seed catalogs. Well, I like it because it's a lot easier to shop, too. You get the – you can compare. You look at what you want. You, you can circle and figure out what the best item is going to be for you for this thing. Like, you know, we're, we're, we don't need to have 26 types of tomatoes. Like, I need to have – It was never about wa- – it was never about needing 26. No, it's always wanting. Right. It's always like we really like, like tomatoes. This, we can't and, narrow it down any further. And then these 20. Like, right. seriously, we've, we've gone, grown a lot. But I think next year I really want to concentrate. I want to have like – okay, I want to have my cherry bed. I want to have my fun bed. But I definitely have to have several sauce tomato beds. Tomato sauce beds. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about. I've, I've really been thinking about, especially with like the tomatoes. Uh, maybe trying to grow those in containers. Oh, so we can put them in the greenhouse too. Put them in the greenhouse, or at least put them closer to the house. Well, the tiny toms we were able to grow into made into containers. Those are the tiny, tiny little ones. Yeah, I bet we can probably do that with some of the cherries that we really like. I bet a Hartford um, yellow gooseberry. No, that yeah, the Hartman's yellow gooseberry. I wasn't, but I was thinking of the Sun Golds too. I think mm. either one of those would probably grow well. We just have to have a big enough bottom with a sort of like, oh, you know, what we can do is we could put one of those wire tomato round cages that we kind of use to keep the goats away from the pepper plants this Mm -hmm. year, stick it in a bucket, and then Mm -hmm. put the tomato plants in it and let them come up from the center. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So I I don't know. I just like the idea of uh, them being a little bit more portable uh, and having them closer to the house because— The problem with closer to the house, though, is that there's not as much sun up on certain sides of the house Mm. where you'd want them. Like, I'd like to have Mm. them right outside the kitchen. But you could could move them around. You you couldn't have them by the kitchen just You're not going to move a five-gallon bucket of dirt with tomato plants on it a lot. Not a lot, but you could move them a little bit. You, okay. You could you could scoot them around a little bit. I'm just going to plan on having them permanently ensconced in the garden this year uh, and have the different – like I know I want more t- for making and canning them. Yeah. Like canned tomatoes. I miss having actual canned tomatoes because it's – I have some sauce, but the, the, the when you cook it and it gets canned, it concentrates. So when I make t- you know sauce to eat, like for spaghetti, I usually would add a can of tomatoes to mm-hmm. a can of man of tomato sauce and then some of my homemade tomato paste. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's a party. There's a tomato sauce party happening. A tomato party. But now, right now, this tomato sauce is just like way too concentrated. It's way too tomato. The uh, in addition to the tomatoes, the thing that I would like to grow next year, I would like to because a couple of years ago you planted some apple trees that have 
pretty much been all eaten by been the deer. eaten or destroyed one way or the other. Yeah, we have a couple um, of branches on some of them. Planted, we planted three blueberry bushes, one of which has survived. We planted five, five blueberry, blueberry bushes, bushes, one of, which, one has of which has survived. But it's also living amongst a thriving. Well, not last year. Nobody around here got blueberries last year. Yeah. But we have a bunch. Like, we have two different types that give us blueberries every May to June, and uh, peak year. We probably got a good five to six pounds that we put in the freezer. Mm. That doesn't include what I made into pies and cookies and he ate. So I think this year I would like to, because I really like the the, uh, the fresh fruit, I would like to go ahead and get some dwarf apple trees and get them a little bit bigger than the seedlings that uh, that you got older and planted dwarves. a couple of years ago. O- older, older dwarves, yes, <laughs> the... Yes, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I will. I won't go any further with that. I won't. I won't make no, any more comments. They'll be little, but, uh, but they'll be sturdier, and they'll be more advanced and growing, and we won't have to worry about them. Like, because I had the ones that I planted were actually like one or two years old. Yeah, but they were still skinny little sticks. That once the deer's or deer and goat, like when we were let our goats want or not letting them, when they kept getting out because mm-hmm. we had bad fencing, and they go over and if they got into that area, they would totally nibble, nibble on the apple trees. Right. So that's that's one of the projects that I would like to uh, work. On for next year is to actually like restock our our orchard, and we probably we've got a couple of older trees that have been there since I don't know when. But uh, man, they're messed up. They're, the they're funky trees, right now. We probably yeah. should just go ahead and cut down all the peach trees that live here because they all got some weird oozy blistering like okay bark disease. Mm-hmm. Like it, they're they're the bark gets covered with these weird pustules, and the whole thing just leaks ooze all the time. So yeah. they're not healthy at all. It's like peach lepers. Yeah, or it is. Like they're right? all lepers. It's like the peaches have leprosy. Uh, and I think like if we, I don't, they don't do anything. They haven't done no. They they'll they'll, they'll actually they'll 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 they flower producing. and they'll fruit and then the fruit rots like yeah. real quick from, from the, the inside. Center. Right. Those are worms. But also, you get that sort of but sap that's coming thing. out, right? Yeah. So it's like because they're getting eaten from within. It's yeah. Just, so yeah. we either need to have like a, a tree person come out, an arborist uh, who can tell us what is wrong with our yeah here our just spray trees. with Pepto Bismol and it's right all exactly. Uh, just do this incantation in the moonlight, and hey. then everything will be fine. Or uh, just cut the cut trees them. down. You know that's and that's typically what it is, right? It's either something simple. Or something major. Uh, and when we come back yeah, we'll after a after a quick timeout here on 40 Acres and a Fool, uh, we will talk about the something simple or something major that happened on the farm over the weekend. Stick around. We've got more for you coming up here on 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. 
If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you again for spending some time with us on another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool. Cam Edwards, Miss E with you. And, uh, yeah, so this weekend, it was one of those moments, right, where everything's calm and normal, and then all of a sudden, one little thing turns into a great big thing. Yep. Uh, went out to check on the hogs Saturday afternoon. It was probably 3.30 or so. Uh, so it was starting to get dark, actually, already, because, you know, it gets dark early right now. So go out there. Uh, it was really cold on Saturday, so it was mid-afternoon before it got above freezing, I'm filling up the hog's water, and one of the hogs uh, comes over. You know, a couple months ago, we got a couple of new uh, bacon seeds. Um, yeah, and these are literally bacon seeds. So we got a seven-and-a-half-month-old boar mm-hmm. to uh, make bacon babies with our two-year-plus, maybe-year-old mm-hmm. American guinea hogs. And then we got a six-month-old girl that came along, too. Yeah, so we've been calling them Hamsel and Griddle. Hamsel and Griddle. Right. Uh, so Hamsel comes over and uh, to get a drink of water, but I notice that he's shivering. And I've never, never seen, seen a pig, a pig shiver, shiver. Uh, no matter how cold it's gotten. I've seen they've them been, with snow on them. Right. They've been wandering through the snow with yeah. snow on their backs, and they don't, they don't shiver. And he was shivering. And so that, I went, uh-oh. Uh, and when he turned around, I could see, and I apologize, by the way, this is going to get a little gnarly. Nasty, real quick. Yeah. Um, so skip ahead to segment uh, to the next segment, if you would like. Um, anyway, when he turned around, I could see it, it was like a it looked like a bright red plum, basically hanging out of his rear end, mm. and uh, it, this was a rectal prolapse. Uh, so I immediately call the veterinarian, yep. uh, get the answer machine, and I'm looking up in the meantime uh, on Google. <laughs> Rectal prolapse, hogs, uh, which, you know, and, and, and this is a thing. This happens uh, primarily in the winter. It's more common. Hogs, you know, they all pile onto each other as they sleep, and so sometimes the hog at the bottom gets squished a little bit, and this could be one of the things that happens. And Hamsel was smaller than the two-year-old girls that we have. Yeah, my much. Right. So while I'm looking this up, Missy, you're on the phone with the hog's owner because that's the thing. Like These were just temporary transfers. This was a boyfriend for a a little while so we could make some bacon seeds, and so I had to let her know what was going on because, you know, here were his guardians, and basically we heard from the vet, and it was not good. Yeah, the the vet calls and says, yeah, you know, I mean, you can kind of like lube up your hand and you can – you know, kind of push it back in. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening here with this. And he's like, well, you're probably going to have to put it down. Uh, the hog's owner, Val, said the same thing. Because it's not. It's one of those things the vet said. Once it happens, if it happens once, it's going to continue right. to happen. So how often do you want to stick your hand <coughs> up a hog's butt as it gets older? And we only needed him to do his job. Yeah. So, and, and he did. Oh, he did he his did. job from the day he moved in. A lot. A lot. Yes, he liked his job. He did um, like his job. So... So Val, the owner of the hog, says, um, all right, well, 
I can come over in the morning because Val is amazing. I yeah. think we've talked about Valerie before She's and her husband Greg. Butcher Supreme makes cheese, makes sprinklers. I can't even pronounce it right, but those are those crazy detailed molded cookies. Yeah. Um, the Spetzel? No, sp- no. it's Springerel. It's okay. it's like that. It's like it's spelled exactly like I said it. But I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. All right, well, if I'm the 40-acre fool, then she is the 40-acre expert. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's just, she knows. Yes. Uh, she's the Yoda. She's our Yoda. She taught us to butcher. Um, it's been a year or so since we had right. class, and we, it's been a year or so since we had to butcher anything. Right. So, so Val says, um, all right, if you can field dress it tonight, just field dress it, I'll come over in the morning and I'll, I'll butcher it for y'all. Okay. Because it's not that I can't, but right now everything makes me so you're, well, sick. Well, first of all, you're stomach, not allowed and I'm not really near supposed to livestock. Do be, right. You're and not allowed near the chickens. You're not allowed off. near the hogs. You're not allowed to go near them. Right. So I certainly can't butcher them and I can't stomach anything right now. So right. I couldn't do it. So I say, okay, yeah. I, I can do this. Um, and then we call our friend Liv, who That's also right. has a little bit more experience butchering. Uh, and she says, oh, sure, I can come over. So, whew. Yeah. All right, it's good It's always deal. easier with two people anyway. Somebody's right. got a, an extra set of hands to hold on to things. A- exactly. So, all right, I'm not in this all by myself. So uh, go out with the 22, dispatch Hamsel, um, get him onto a cart. We uh, uh, take him over to the uh, where we're going to hang him, so, right? So we... Uh, make the slice near his, uh, his Achilles tendon, like, basically. Kind of like tendon and, bit, yeah. Right, and then you you know you poke the gam- the gamble 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 throw through, and then you can use the uh, the block and tackle, and you can always uh, Except that because he's only eight Nine months old, months old, right? And he's an Asabao. He's not very. Big. He's not a very big hog. The gamble is too big, right. so we cannot hang him. Now we have to do this on, on the, the table. table, plastic table, in the right? Area. So. Um, I am assisting Dr. Liv as uh, she in her white lab coat is uh, very carefully cutting around the junk and the bunghole of this. Totally excised everything superbly. Absolutely. It was amazing. It was like watching Marcus Welby at work, her house in the operating room, uh, gets the abdominal cavity open and immediately uh, we can see, Houston, there's a problem here, right? Uh, there is a section of the small intestine. The small intestine is no, w- w- no. It's, I it think was it the was large, the large intestine. intestine. Yeah, it was the large intestine, um, which is the smaller intestine, right? The smaller, longer intestine. There is a portion of the uh, large intestine that is swollen up, bigger than a softball. Bigger, yeah. Uh, and the, the rest of his small intestine are completely deflated, like nothing's moved through there right. in a little while. So, okay. Got to be really, really careful not to hit that spot. And, yeah. And as it's getting towards dark, it's cold. Yeah. And uh, and there was a nick. It was a nick. And it was just <laughs> everywhere. The yuck. And poor— It was a fountain of—it was a—it just—it it was it was with such force. Yeah. Just a fountain of yuck that hit Dr. Liv square in her lab coat— um, yeah, she declared it a ruin, but still outside, <laughs> soaking in some bleach and some uh, hydroxy, whatever that oxygenating thing is that cleans things up. Because she swears it was going to be just too stinky to wear. Oh my but gosh, it was it was awful. It was kind of awful because by then now you're like, well, that wasn't even just the bladder because at least urine is sterile, right? That was the colon, yeah, and all of whatever that just touched is pretty much. 
trash. And we were getting down like where we're, she was getting everything excised. So the cavity was open. It got into there. So And, and again, uh, you know, it was not a big hog to begin with. So there's not a lot of meat that no, we're talking about. It probably here. would have been one big rolled up pork roast. Yeah, but it ruined the hams. Yeah. Um, at least to the point that I would not have felt. Uh, I, I don't want it. Like, I was questioning the fact that it would have been okay to butcher a hog that was sick like this anyway. Right. Like, I would have just put them down and dispose of it to begin with. But Val said, no, we'll butcher them. I'm like, and if we don't, then we look like wusses for not trying. Exactly. So we tried. And we failed. And we failed. <laughs> but. But we've learned. Yes. And hopefully we're not going to have to try. Uh, this again, uh, at least at least not until we're we're ready to butcher a hog. This was a, a uh, an, an unexpected an unexpected emergency. Yeah, and, and it and it sucks. I I feel bad. I you know look, this one wasn't our fault. No, um, but it still sucks when you know an animal that's under your care uh, has to be put down, and it 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 doubly sucks when you can't you end up not being able to get any use out of it. Right. Um, so I, it was kind of a frustrating uh, weekend, but uh, hopefully your weekend was better. We would love to hear from you about your holidays. Are you ready for Christmas yet? Are you what are, what's going to be on the on the Christmas table? Are you going to do anything new or inventive this year? We are. We are. Yes. All right. Well, that's called foreshadowing. That's we a can tease. Talk hey, talk about it when oh, we come back. Perfect. I like the way you think. All right. Stick around. There's more. <clears throat> Forty acres and a fool from the Blaze Radio Network coming up next. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com liars. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards returns now on the Plays Radio Network. It's the show where blah, 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 insert witty tagline here. It's 40 Acres and a Fool from the Plays Radio Network. <laughs> It's been a long day. I can't think of anything particularly witty. Exactly. I can't think of anything witty right now. No. But I don't have to. That's why you're here. I don't you're have here to provide the wit and, and wisdom. Maybe the wisdom. I'm just the fool. Uh, well, it depends. I'm going to let my inner Chip Gaines come out a little <laughs> bit more. It seems to work well for them. It works for them. I don't have to hide it anymore. I can be the. I can let my inner dork free. So. <laughs> well, it's not like you've been hiding your dork for 19 years. That's what she said. <laughs> All righty. Hey, yo. We were going to talk about food. We were. <laughs> yes. We having spotted dick <laughs> Christmas dinner? <coughs> no, we're not having spotted dick, but we're gonna do like um, we're gonna do English and like Middle Eastern. So we're gonna have like I guess we'll call it Middle English Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> we're getting a. Goose. We're both still getting over a cold, cold by the way. Yeah. Sorry for the coughing. Um, we're gonna have a goose from that same Val that we talked about in other episodes and other segments of mm-hmm. the same exact show. To be honest, she had like nine. To dispatch and ask me if I wanted a... Nine geese? Nine geese. 
Not Is eight she, geese, Elaine? Wasn't it eight geese? Six geese, seven geese. No, seven, seven swans, swans are swimming. swimming. Six geese are laying. Oh, five so anyway, rings. Yeah, okay. so she, anyway, no, she had nine oh, okay. boys to go with and put in the freezer camp. So I got one for us. So we have a farm-raised duck for the... Goose. Duck, yeah, farm-raised goose. And then I figured we'll do uh, goat kebabs. We should have and two ducks, and that way we could have duck, duck, goose for... No, we're uh, going to have... The other one's going to be goat. We're going to do... Uh, Fran- Frankie goes to the kitchen, and we're going to have uh, goat kebabs and maybe gyros. Oh, gyros. Yeah. Yeah, we have yet to turn any of our goat meat into gyro meat. Yeah, so and we're going to have kebabs and gyros. All righty. And goose on Christmas. Okay. So I got to like No make Christmas it- ham. No, well, because— Christmas goat. Christmas goat. We didn't have any— Last time we had hogs butchered were the American guinea hogs, and their hams just sucked for hams. They were so fatty. Because yeah. it, there are. It's like these giant big veins of fat, too. Right. So it doesn't even make for a good slice anywhere. No. And I don't want to waste the time and energy because the other thing, too, is like it's really hard to successfully brine cure and then smoke a ham that's that fatty on the inside because they're not sure whether or not that fat's been treated sufficiently so that it doesn't start to go rancid and right. taste end up funkifying the whole ham. Yeah, so. now here's here's your handy farm tip if you uh, ever decide to move to a farm where you start uh, raising pigs if you've already uh, got a couple of acres here. Uh, the American guinea hogs have what I think is the most amazing belly in in all of hogdom. They make, they're uh, they a make, large they, they hog. They make amazing bacon. Yeah, they're good for bacon. Now, they're again, there's not sausage. a lot of meat, right? Like like Missy said, they are a lard hog, so they're really, really fatty. And even their bacon is more fat than meat. But it's so, so unctuously yummy. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. Uh, but outside of the, the bellies, I mean, you're really just going to be Making sausage. Yeah, exactly. So it's like bellies and sausage, and occasionally you can get uh, our butchers made us um, chops wherever he can find them, mm-hmm. like pork chops, bone and pork chops. But he leaves a big layer of fat on. But I'm talking like a half to three quarters of an inch of a ring of fat around right. these chops. Like I trim them before I cook them because then you can use the fat, render it down to make you know fried anything. But um, yeah, it's there. This is just a f- very fatty, fatty, fat meat. But it's so yummy. So anyway, the um, the American guinea hog girls that we have were mixing with an asabao. An asabao is uh, smaller, leaner. So we should have I don't know what we're gonna call them, gogi bobies or whatever. Like whatever you combine guinea hog and asabao. Um, but uh, giggly bogies, giggly bogly pigs. We'll make our own thingy. I don't know. But uh, yeah, they should be good eats. And the mom of the two girls, last time she had, she gave birth to nine at once. Yeah. So we might be uh, selling some uh, piglets well, here. Well, we're splitting them with Valerie because she's, oh, right. she's the baby. Well, we might not she even be need baby daddy. I mean, if you get nine, and we get nine from each of the two girls. We don't need we, that much. We do not need we nine. We don't need nine, even no. if we get half. So, well, I yeah. wouldn't want nine. No. So uh, we might be giving a, uh, we might be doing a, a hog giveaway comes spring. <laughs> we'll do more because we'll be our, our contest. Some, some uh, we win a hog too. from Corny Goat Farm. Or we do pig chairs with our friends. Uh, yeah, I suppose we could do something like that. I still don't want to raise nine hogs. I don't know if our, I want that many either. But we can area. go. But you know what, though? We can do roast suckling pigs. We could. Because we, you know, we could do that. Like, to, oh, here, let's take this baby. <laughs> As long as it's, you know, it's 
eight weeks it's suckling pig or 12 weeks or however long pigs are suckling nursing or suckling Mm -hmm. with the goats it's eight sometimes it depends if you get a helicopter hog uh (laughs) they'll just let that piglet suck on the teat for for years Years. right i don't think that happens in nature (laughs) which is why it's funny they don't have helicopter parents. They don't in, have helicopter hog moms. So they're like, when they're finished wanting to be nursed on, they'll let the babies know. And it's, you know, it's not right. pleasant. It's, it's some screeching and biting and get off me <laughs> things happening. So it's not like a thing that you got to worry about setting up anyway. But All just, right. I don't know how old it is. But, yeah, we can do that. So uh, a luau. I, we, could do, we could do a luau in the spring. Sure. Why not? Um, so in the meantime... I uh, I would love to hear again what uh, what's going to be on your Christmas table if you're doing anything new or different. Uh, are you having goat? Mm. Are we the only ones having goat kebabs on uh, Christmas? The email address is 40acrefool at gmail.com, 40acrefool at gmail.com, yes. Yeah, I don't think it intersects with any other religious holidays where the people might be eating a lot of goat. Hanukkah is, goat? uh, Hanukkah starts. Do Hanukkahs eat goat? Do Hanukkahs. <laughs> do Hanukkahs. Hanukkahs. That's like a who thing. <laughs> that was not right. No, that, that was not right. Um, and the answer to your question is uh, goat is kosher. Okay. So goat would be uh, an acceptable part of your Hanukkah dinner. Okay. So for we all of you Hanukkahs Hanukkans. out there. <laughs> Everybody who Hanukkahs. <laughs> Uh, for our Jewish friends. For our Jewish friends. Yes. Yes. And we're actually going to have, it sounds like, a really, really big gathering at Christmas. We're going to have all of our kids there, all five. Right. So we have The grown kids are going to be bringing their significant others. So that's all. Now we got nine. And then uh, our uh, 16-year-old son has a friend whose parents are actually going to be out of town on Christmas. And so... He might actually be staying with us for a couple of days. Right. So we might have another couple of uh, individuals uh, at that point. So for Christmas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we might just, you know, let's just open up the, uh, the, the farmhouse and we'll have a Hanukkah dinner as well. Well, it is the first night of Hanukkah. It's going to be Christmas Eve. I know. I know. That's why I was thinking it. <gasps> I know what I can make, too. What's that? My mom, and I hope she's listening to this because this is one of my favorite things that she's always made for us when we were growing up as kids was she used to make potato cakes. Now, potato cakes in our family are almost exactly the same thing as a latke. Uh-huh. And we eat potato cakes with applesauce. You eat latkes usually with sour cream. I'll eat them any which way now. As I'm an adult, I'm like, I want them. So we should, ooh, that should make them for Christmas Eve, too. We should have latkes with our goose Christmas and our, Eve potato cakes? Yeah, latkes, and we'll have goat and gyros and our goose. Man, this is the weirdest Christmas ever. Sure, why not? I, we I, usually don't have a Christmas dinner. We usually just have breakfast and slog around in our pajamas. Nah, ever since that horrible night at Hooters, I we've never really had a Christmas dinner. That's right. That's right. Because I didn't... There was the game Five Nights at Freddy's, but uh, for Missy, the horror story was One Night at Hooters. Hooters. One Night at Hooters. Makes a hard man humble. Makes a horrible Christmas. That's true. I think we've told that story. If not, you can uh, find it in uh, the copy of Heavy Lifting, yep. Grow Up, Get a Job, Start a Family, and Other Manly Advice, which does make a fantastic Christmas present and is available at a very reasonable price at uh, Amazon.com. Jim Garrity and myself uh, writing the book came out uh, last year, but you know what? It's just as valuable. Oh, it's yeah. just as timely. Just we still advice. have the problem with the snowflakes. Yes, we do. And, uh, and this is... 
This is the snowblower of, <laughs> of of books, quite frankly. It uh, it just blows these snowflakes away yeah. and turns them into functional adults. It gives them the ideas for it anyway. Let's hope. Yeah. Um, all right. Why don't we take a quick time out? When we come back, we've got some emails from you to get to. So stick around. There's more from the near frontier coming up right after this. You're listening to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. There are some of these little sort of uh, artisan chocolate shops you can go into, and you th- you're like, oh, I'll get three or four pieces. You know, why not check it out? Legitimately, they can be four or five dollars for a tiny piece of chocolate. If you get a dozen chocolates, they're like it's sixty, seventy dollars. Yeah, seventy bucks. And when I mean chocolates, I mean like a little bite, like a, a bite. That is it. At, at that level, if you're not actually getting higher, you're getting your money's worth. Buck Sexton weekdays noon to three p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, Missy with you for one more segment here on 40 Acres and a Fool. Uh, don't forget, I'm going to try to be better. I have, I've, I've been trying to be better on social media about promoting the podcast, letting people know when it's out. Uh, but if you would do me a favor, if you are on social media, if you have Facebook, if you have Twitter, uh, would you kindly share a link to this podcast uh, if you enjoy it. Uh, We certainly do like getting new folks listening. We love the fact that you're listening. But if you could help us grow the show, uh, that would be a wonderful, wonderful Christmas present for uh, Missy and myself. Right? I think so. Okay. All right. Nice. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And speaking of Christmas presents, Brian uh, wrote in and uh, said, uh, Missy has talked about a cheese cave before. Have you considered one of these? It's called the Ground Fridge. Uh, it's an innovative take of the traditional root cellar. It meets the requirements of people with their own vegetable garden who choose to live in a modern and self-sustaining way. Uh, now, I have not considered the ground fridge, honestly, because I've I've never seen the ground fridge before. Here are some pictures that I'm showing uh, Missy e here. Oh, cool. Which seems really cool. It looks like it's like almost out of Tatooine on right? <laughs> uh, Star Wars. And you go down, and there's Aunt Beru, and she's pouring you blue milk. And... Uh, it's in, in whatever the whatever the uh, the the Dutch or a Belgian currency is, uh, Flemings or Flanders or a Florins or something like that. Flanders. Uh, it starts from nine thousand nine hundred exw, whatever that is. So I'm I'm guessing that is uh, roughly the equivalent of four figures American dollars uh, and almost five figures American dollars. Or so it's just $10.99. That would be awesome. I don't think that's the case. No. Uh, so Brian says it's expensive, but this might do the trick. It it might do the trick. I could also, you know, I suppose at that point hire uh, who's your beefcake of the, oh, the Rock. I could hire Dwayne Johnson to dig a root cellar for us in the hot sun, and it'd have to take off his shirt. I mean, so he could just stand there and watch. I could, I could supervise. Right. I mean, that would be expensive. It'd also do the trick. Make sure he stays hydrated. I, I still like the idea, perhaps, of just a, uh, oh, gee, many Christmas. Hey, you started uh, it. I know. I know. Because I love you, baby. <laughs> Always thinking of you. 
trying to take good care of you. Uh, Loretta wrote in as well, says, I'm back again two weeks in a row. And and here I missed a week, Loretta. I Don't I feel like the fool? Uh, Miss E, she says, may I just say that you sounded really, really weary in last week's podcast. Hopefully you are feeling better. On the subject of a care package, we would be delighted to send you goodies from Del Bueno's. No problem. I haven't been there myself, but I think this is the place, right? DelBuenosBakery.com. Indeed it is. Yeah, on the Black Horse Pike, Manny from Awesome Bread. Loretta says, uh, let me know your favorite items and where we should send it, and it'll be making its way to you in no time. That oh, is that is su- super, super Super nice. sweet. Uh, we, we, I, Loretta, listen, I will personally take you up on that offer. We might have to wait until Missy's got her appetite back because the last thing I I want is for this to show up and me not be able to eat it. Right? Uh, that'd be so sad. It would be. Uh, Loretta says, just continuing the topic on what it would take to support a Democratic candidate. I actually don't think a change in leadership would be enough, Cam. Uh, noting that since the last podcast, the Democrats have reinstalled Nancy Pelosi at the helm, so they clearly lack party-wide support for change. The current Democratic Party platform, Loretta says, contains just about nothing substantive that I can support. And it seems mainly to consist of shovelfuls of chum flung to every grievance party and special interest group that fears and loathes anyone who still believes in the American dream of traditional values. Would that change? Would a leadership change? Methinks not, mm. says Loretta. Uh, and your point that many Democrats feel they lost because they were too moderate or centrist supports that view, I think. Uh, Loretta, by the way, says, farm flipper seems like a great idea. <laughs> uh, it be a lot of work, but the answer is yes, we would love to see that show. Uh, so we just got to get other folks involved who can uh, also help out, right? Well, we have our other friend, uh, the one who helped you, the, the doctor Liv to butcher. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband are now working to help uh, somebody renovate an old farmhouse. They're peeling back the layers of, through the decades oh, of see, flooring. Oh, see, I should just bring the camera out like there that. for yeah, that. Yeah. We should uh, talk to him about that. Well, Loretta, listen, it is wonderful hearing from you. Thank you. Uh, for uh, sending in an email two weeks in a row. And like I said, if, if, if you can do that and if you can be that consistent, mm. we're going to try to be that consistent as well. Uh, I do, again, appreciate the understanding. Uh, we do want to be here each and every week, and I, I do like to be consistent. Uh, Rob from Southern California writing in with uh, good wishes, and Rob has been listening to us on Cam & Company on NRA uh, TV since, well, it was NRA News uh, back in 2004 when we signed on. I think Rob was listening. So Rob knows. I don't like taking vacations. I don't like to spend a lot of time uh, away from the things that I love. Yeah, I know. But but every now and then, you know. Yeah, take uh, a break. Well, not even take a break. Every now and then life just intrudes and intercedes. And last week it was. We were sick. We were sick. I had to make a trip up to, to D.C., uh, and honestly, like normally when I do that, and I've done this before, you know, because I'll always say, we're not coming to you from the kitchen table. We're not coming to you from the picnic table. I'm coming to you from a crummy little motel in northern Virginia. Uh, and I forgot my I forgot my microphone. Yeah. Honestly, that was it. I forgot my microphone and couldn't do the podcast from the crummy little motel room in northern Virginia. And we used to have a spare because at first when uh, we started doing this, we had the one and we bought two, but we didn't have the right kind of software for two to work, so we just kept using one anyway. And then the dog ate the other one. Well, Actually, here's, the dog ate the cabling. We might be able yeah, to. Yeah, the microphone itself is fine. We just need to do a, a cable. But here's the thing. If you are looking to do a podcast of your own, um, if you get the blue Yeti, don't get two. Yeah. Uh, because your your computer right your computer will only read one of them so if you have two of them plugged in it's only going to recognize it as one so. so we have to share which is why sometimes I don't sound like I'm right in front of the microphone because I, yeah. I don't do a good job of that maybe that'd be another good Christmas present get you a uh, an actual functioning microphone 
or software that, that we makes it so we could run to or, or software. That would, <laughs> yeah, that, that or would, we just have to get a different type, maybe, so the computer could recognize two different microphones. That's true. Just not get the same brand. Yeah, maybe next week uh, when you're back to not feeling like crap. Yeah, uh, you can do some research on that. Okay, and we can try to give the listeners a Christmas present of a a new, better sounding Miss E, more more. Uh, Treble, more <laughs> bass. I'm more. all about that bass. <laughs> about that bass. Don't sing it. We get in trouble if you sing it. No treble. All right, there you go. All right, thank you, as always, for joining us on a, another episode of 40 Acres and a Fool. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, but we'll be back before then. And uh, and Hanukkah starts before Christmas anyway, so... Well, Christmas Eve starts. Don't forget the Hanukkans. The Hanukkans. We must say happy Hanukkah to Hanukkahs. That's right. All right. Thank you again. Until we talk next week, be safe, have fun, live a little, learn a lot, including what people of the Jewish faith are called. And we will see you here soon with another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze. Yes. It's not Hanukkahs. It's not Hanukkahs. We've learned that. What have we learned this week here on 40 Acres and a Fool? We've learned that it's not Hanukkahs. There you go. Learn a little bit more than that, if you would, please, because that's a pretty low bar. I got a chemo brain problem. I know you got chemo brain. It's all right. I remember things. Weird words come out of my head, and I have the strangest dreams. I told you, I had a dream about it, that we had a kid named D. And I'm like, yes. first off, why would I name a kid D? And why would we have any more? We already have five. And we were, we lost them somewhere. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the world's worst parent because I can't remember why I named my kid D and where he is. So, yeah, it was the weirdest dream. I know. Well, you and your chemo brain, we're going to keep on keeping on. Yes. We will be back soon. Who knows what the uh, chemo brain will bring next week. Yeah, it'll be closer to chemo Stay tuned. <laughs> it's always something new and exciting here on 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. 